Hi, this is The Greatest Story Ever Played. I'm Dan. I'm Jordan. And today we're going to be talking about uh, The Walking Dead, the final season, episode one, called Done Running. Oh yeah, great. Yeah. Um, back at it. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, back with uh, Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. So the description of this episode is, after years on the road facing threats, both living and dead, a secluded school might finally be Clementine's, Clementine's chance for a home. But protecting it will mean sacrifice. In this gripping, emotional final season, your choices will define your relationships and determine how Clementine's story ends. Okay, and some uh, background on this. Uh, this is produced by Telltale Games, who of course has produced the other Walking Dead games, uh, The Wolf Among Us, Game of Thrones, uh, a lot of other ones. Pretty noteworthy for really the choice-based games that we play. Yep. Um, I feel like they started it all, probably. Yep, so, for sure. Yeah, and this of course is the fourth season of The Walking Dead. We'll try our best to only spoil back when relevant. If the game brings it up, we'll bring it up. Otherwise, we'll try to steer clear. Yep. Um, so, yeah, uh, the game starts off with Clementine driving, and AJ sitting in the back seat, spinning his gun. <laughs> he says he's hungry. Clementine tries to uh, give him a cookbook or a toy <laughs> to yeah. see if that'll make him not hungry, um, and then ends up giving him the snack they do have. Mm-hmm. But they haven't had much food recently they've been uh on the road pretty much but then they find an abandoned train station and they decide to park the car and go look for supplies while they're looking around you kind of get to see the area there's a few walkers around but it it seems like it was someone's home uh for a while mm-hmm. uh, but isn't right now there's a bell that says like ring if you're friendly <laughs> yeah seems safe <laughs> yeah which is uh, funny you see some crops that are overgrown they end up going inside the train station and they see uh two walkers uh tied up and they look around a little bit they find a door that's uh, locked that's um like a ticket booth essentially yeah i think so it looks like because it's got like um yeah, like a, a small opening, but not um, like th- where you'd pass money or whatever. But <laughs> mm-hmm. So they've got that. They look around at the food, and they think, okay, there's probably something in the back. And they're given the opportunity to either... Uh, we get our first choice of the game, I guess. Yeah. Um, which is to either kill the walker couple and take the keys to get inside, or have AJ go through the window. He could fit. Clementine couldn't. And... We actually both chose the same one on this. We yep. both chose to kill the walker couple at the train station. Um, 58% of people we played did this, whereas 42% of people chose to let AJ go through the window. Why'd you choose? Um, it just seemed safer. So the, the the reason this is a choice is because, like, the couple has, like, the key. The, the walker couple has a key, and they have, like, a note that says, please leave us, be, don't kill us, whatever. Right. And so we couldn't get the key without killing them. But to me, it's like, okay, they're dead. Who cares? Like, the sac- the the risk seems stupid. Like, either you kill them, get the key, or you put AJ through this hole into a locked room where he has no defense. Like, if there's walk in there, he's dead. Right. Like, it just did, to me, it didn't make any sense to not kill them. Yeah. I, I felt similarly. It, it seems like just every walker you see, you should kill if you can kill it mm-hmm. safely. Yeah. Because, like someone you or otherwise are gonna have to deal with them like yep, one less yeah like i don't know i wouldn't want to i'd be concerned about getting killed by a walker i didn't kill you know yeah. kind of thing like if i left it and then it got me later so it seems better to just kill him when you can i agree yeah <laughs> um then we got some feedback from people on this uh chris on twitter said uh that he let aj crawl inside so mm opposite of us yep and then we got con tank on reddit said kill the walker couple because in season two there's a part where clementine crawls through a small window like a ticket booth like the ticket booth and is grabbed by a walker from inside so i decided the door was safer that's i remember that too i was like yep not doing that again <laughs> yeah i have a choice this time right um kilo on reddit says killed the couple it was the smartest thing to do i thought it was out of character of clem to feel sorry for them they're walkers now and she didn't know them yeah, uh, yeah that, that's kind of interesting. Clem before, I don't know if she'd yeah. act that way. Maybe it's because she's older, like deeper into the apocalypse that she'd yeah. that way. Or has AJ, she's trying to yeah, be that, n- nice, I guess. I guess. Yeah, I guess maybe trying to raise him or whatever. Yeah. Which we'd see come up a lot, but... <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, we got Kilo on Reddit. Oh, no, sorry. Uh, Binge Brain on Reddit said, Killed the couple. Didn't want to risk AJ having to crawl through there. 
after the whole Walker attacking Clem when that happened thing <laughs> before. Right. It seems dumb to relive that as Clem. Everyone's scarred by it. <laughs> yep. It's fair. Uh, yeah. Gamers on Reddit says, I killed the Walkers, figured either something bad may happen in the room or that uh, they might get free if I left them alone. Yeah. That, that, yeah, that's a good point. That would, if you got in and then you they get out. For sure. Uncertain answer on Reddit said, took out the couple. Respecting the last wishes of dead people is less important than reducing risk. Yep, I agree. <laughs> Gilly on Reddit sent AJ in. Obviously the right thing to do, plus it calls back to when Clem crawled into small places to help Lee in season one. I agree. It does call back to that, but also calls back the time she almost gotten killed by doing that. <laughs> yeah. Seems unnecessary. Mm-hmm. Um, Orangutan on Reddit said, Killed the couple. My boyfriend was surprised, but in my opinion, Clem has had way too many close calls, and I tried to imagine in an actual apocalypse scenario, the living matter more than the dead's wishes. Yeah. Agree. Yeah. Uh, Paper Kachi on Reddit, Killed the walkers. There's no point in them being together as walkers. Respecting their witch was not enough reason for me to risk AJ's safety. Yep. Uh, Keck on Reddit, Kill the Walker couple. I just figured the couple could still have peace and death, and I didn't want AJ in any danger. Yeah. And then uh, Waylon on Reddit, AJ through the hole. So <laughs> <laughs> it seems like uh, the people who wrote in is probably about similar to the game stats. Is it seems about two thirds. Yeah. Ended up doing what we did. Same mm-hmm. thing. Don't yeah. want to risk AJ. Keep him safe. Yep. After this, you end up finding supplies in the train station. We kill walkers. Go inside. And there's some cans. We get to look around. There's duffel bags. It's it's looking good. Looks like we got a haul. Oh, yeah. There We end up seeing a mattress that's on the floor, and we move it, and it's actually covering a trap door. Uh, and we decide, Full of food. <laughs> we investigate it. Yeah. It's full of food. Oh, yeah. Very cool. Excited. Then a grenade rolls. Yeah. And we slam it shut and jump into the other room to safety. It explodes. And, uh, of course, the explosion brings uh, all the walkers around. Yep. So we have to escape quickly. We run. Uh, we have our first... I think this is our first... No, we had one at the beginning, but our first real uh, walker fight. Yeah. And uh, it's clear that they changed the system in it. Mm-hmm. I read that they would, but you, the fighting system is totally different yeah. than the previous Telltale games, mm-hmm. which is cool. You actually kind of have free combat almost. Um and so then you can choose to either kick the walker in the leg so that they're down, and then you can stab them in the head, or you can just try to stab them. Yeah. That was cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, we fought three wa- or well, we fought two walkers, and then AJ penned one for us on our way out. So yeah. That was pretty cool, seeing that change in this in these games. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, it seemed more like, definitely not RPGE, but it gave you more options, and like you didn't feel as like restricted. Yeah, right. In in the previous ones, it's kind of like you need to hit square or that's it. Yep. Um, yep. <laughs> if you don't enough, you're dead and you have to start the sequence over. Yep. Whereas this one, you kind of could move around and like get them where you wanted or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's a lot of how I'd do it. Is I'd like kick one, run up to one, kick it, but then move back so the other one would come up, get him safe, and then go back to the other one. Yeah, that's kind of what I did a few times too. Yeah. So that, that's kind of cool. That's that's a like a new uh, spin, I guess, in the Telltale thing, which was mm-hmm. fun. We make it to the car. Uh, there's, it's definitely a cool sequence on this when AJ like jumps in real fast and how they they angled the camera. That was mm-hmm. pretty cool looking. And then it's them fighting walkers off while they try to start the car. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then they do manage to ultimately start the car. Uh, the key was in a walker's head that Clem stabbed. Him. Yeah. <laughs> they, like kick out the Seemed windshield foolish. to get it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you end up uh, crashing the car into a tree trying to escape. You pass out for a second, and you wake up, and someone's taking AJ, and you see someone shooting arrows into walkers around you. Mm-hmm. Credits roll, intro song. Very cool. It it felt a lot like a TV show, like the cold open for a TV show. Yeah, it did. And it was great. It was like, okay, you had a little time with Clem and AJ, you got to know them, but then boom, the game's rolling. Like, <laughs> yep. It, it was cool. You wake up, Clementine's band- bandaged, uh, she has like bandage around her head, and one of her arms is duct taped to the bed. Um, and she's also actually locked into the room, so uh, she was clearly injured pretty badly, and they thought if you turn into a walker, we'll at least keep you Yep, here. seems smart. Yeah, yeah. People who have her seem to know what they're doing. But she, uh, of course, is fine, so she takes the tape off, she figures out how to pick the lock, and goes to search where she is. She walks into the hallway, she ends up seeing a, a kid, who we find out his name is Ten, or Tennessee, uh, yeah. for short. 
she sneaks up on him and says, for me, I just said, hey, I'm here. Yeah, that's what I did too. <laughs> so that it wasn't abrasive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Marlin shows up as well at that same time, and he has a bow and arrow drawn at her, and it's like, drop your knife. I'll take you to the kid you have. So we find out a little bit about them. These guys saved us, and they've been taking care of AJ. Mm-hmm. So, Seemed cool. Yeah. Yeah. Seems so far so good. On the way to uh, meeting, going to AJ, we meet Ruby, who is a girl who's probably about our age, I think. And she had just gotten bitten by AJ, so she's pissed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we then uh, meet Lewis as well, who's a guy who's also probably around our age. Mm-hmm. He's playing the piano, and we reunite with AJ here. And that's positive. He's pro- He was probably the first good interaction we had with yeah. anyone else. The other I ones like weren't Lewis. bad, but yeah. he seemed like a good guy. He was friendly, definitely flirting with us, <laughs> for mm-hmm. sure. <laughs> and we reunite with AJ. AJ's really happy we're back. Awesome. After this, uh, we go out to the front lawn, and we have to go clear some walkers so that the hunting party can get back into our safe area. So we do that. uh, More fun walker killing. They also have these cool traps that are set up where it's like, you know, giant rocks that are tied up on ropes, and you cut the rope, and it smashes them and Mm -hmm. stuff like that, which apparently Lewis made these, so Mm -hmm. they're very cool. And so we help them get back in. We make it back in. It's all good. We're talking to AJ, and Marlon comes up behind AJ and says something. AJ's scared and uh, elbows him in the balls. <laughs> yeah, pretty hard. <laughs> pretty hard. And Marlon's uh, feeling it and mm-hmm. uh, holds back his anger, though. Yeah, he didn't seem too pissed. He was more like, ah, I get it. Yeah, he, he, he was hurt. But after this, we meet uh, more of the crew. We meet Violet, uh, Brody, Sim, Omar, Mitch, Willie, and then a dog named Rosie. And in this sequence, uh, this is good because Clem's taking AJ around to the other kids to be able to work up the courage to apologize to Marlon. But mm-hmm. so you talk to like Rosie. I had AJ apologize to Rosie. Yeah, I did too. Her. Yeah. And she ends up being uh, really friendly back. Mm-hmm. And it's nice. You're getting to see AJ like learn how to interact with these kids because sounds like he was a handful while we were knocked out. Yep. Um, <laughs> yep fair. And going, go on there. Um, another one I liked was uh, Violet and Ten were putting flowers on Ten's sister's graves mm-hmm. who had died around a year ago at this time. They went out on like a hunting mission and didn't come back. Yeah. Essentially. And they put some flowers on and AJ's like, what are they doing? And he didn't even understand. But he asked if he could do it and it was nice yeah seemed good yeah it was good it was like uh that was a good moment there after this we have dinner it's nice uh marlon lewis violet and clem end up playing cards uh they play war basic concept being uh whoever wins gets to ask a question so whether asking clementine a question or if clementine wins you can ask them a question this was a good way to get to kind of know all the characters yeah i like this a lot yeah this was a good way to fill in some clem backstory that we got to tell them, like, about Lee. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it sucked. <laughs> yeah, that, that was hard. It was like, oh, man. Uh, so sharing some of those, but then uh, on the other side, like, hearing about them. So have you met anyone famous? Or what's the grossest thing you've ate? Or mm-hmm. what's with your haircut, Marlon? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was the first question I asked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. It's like, it's cool. Yeah. That's no, funny. dude, you look like trash. <laughs> yeah, it was funny. Yeah. So it was nice. It was good. This is a good way to bring that in there. And that these three are kind of the three older kids who seem to be most Clementine's age, who she'd probably become most friends with. So that was cool. Like, mm-hmm. a good, good for that. After this, it's bedtime. We head back to our room. And Violet stops in to get art supplies that were in there that AJ was using to color. And she stopped in to get them because they were one of ten sisters and ten wanted to use them. Mm-hmm. And uh, I told him to give them to her. <laughs> I did too, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so she she takes him, but she's like, oh, he can finish up what he's doing. And so then you talk with Violet more, and it's nice. You find out she was close to both of the twins, uh, whose names I forget offhand. Uh, Minnie and... The other one. Yeah. I forget the other one. But one of they were both good friends with Violet, and one of them she might have dated, it seemed like. Yeah, it did. Minnie, I think. I think yeah, I think she might have dated Minnie. Mm-hmm. So you kind of get a little backstory on her, and she's been pretty uh, cold 
and kind of abrasive up to this point. So it was really nice to connect with her a little bit here. Mm-hmm. Have her not um, be like, oh, you're here. Yeah. Oh, you caused the walkers to come here because you crashed your car. You know, yeah. Kind of talking shit. So uh, you've got that, and then uh, your next real decision shows up here. Yeah, and then so this point we're AJ and Clem are going to bed, and AJ wants to sleep under the bed because he feels safer there. Um, the decision is make him sleep in on the bed or just to let him sleep underneath the bed. So 34% uh, let AJ sleep under the bed, which is actually what I did. And then 66% convinced him to sleep on the bed. So I guess my rationale was just it didn't seem to really matter. If he felt safer there, whatever, as time goes on, I'll probably start sleeping in the bed because he's just not used to being somewhere safe because they've been on the road for so long. Right. It's like, yeah, he'll grow out of it type thing. No, that makes sense. For me, on the other side, I, I, I convinced him to stay on the bed. And I think it was just I wanted him to, like, know he could be safe somewhere. Yeah, that's which, fair. Which I don't know if that was actually the right call. But um, kind of thought, yeah, you're you're okay. You should take it when you've got it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> kind of thing. Um, we've got a lot of feedback on this one, too, actually. And uh, people are probably as... Uh, Split as we are. Uh, <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Gabriel's on Reddit says, I had AJ sleep in the bed, though I was kind of worried there may be consequence to it, but nothing so far. Yep. Um, orangutan on Reddit. I let AJ sleep on the floor. Didn't hurt anybody, and it's what he wanted to do. I'm also glad I did this because the rest of the episode had to be on him quite a bit. I was uh, strict on him giving up the stuff that wasn't ours. Yeah, it was similar, too. Like, it seemed like, eh. Was well, a big deal, and yeah, there were other times where he was <laughs> being a little, little dick and trying to take stuff that wasn't his because he's like five or something. Yeah. So yeah, there's other times I, I felt similar with this guy. Yeah, that's that's a good point there. Um, content on Reddit, on the bed because the school is safe and he didn't need to go under it. Yeah. We got binge brain on Reddit. I let him sleep under the bed. It was what he wanted, and it's always good to think about safety since no one place is ever truly safe. Yeah, that's that's a good point. That, yep. Hearing other people's thoughts are uh, on that is like, oh, it's not that important of a decision. But the thought of being vigilant or being safe that probably is a good call. Cause yeah. As we've seen in any Walking Dead <laughs> TV show, comic games before. Yeah, never completely safe. <laughs> no, no, yeah, no place really lasts. It seems mm-hmm. uh, something happens eventually. So yeah. that's probably a good call to be vigilant there. Uh, Keck on Reddit. The bed, I didn't want AJ to learn to live his life in such fear that he won't reward himself simple pleasures. He shouldn't be scared of everything. We're never able to relax. Hmm. Uncertain answer on Reddit. He said, under the bed, I thought it was important that he learn to stay vigilant rather than provide a possibly false sense of uh, safety. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Paper Cutchy on Reddit. Under the bed, just because I knew he would go into the real bed eventually once he felt safe in the new environment. Yeah, I felt similarly. Yeah. Um, Gilly on Reddit said, under the bed, hey, he wanted to, laugh out loud. <laughs> yeah, fair. Whatever. Uh, yeah. Kilo under the bed, he wanted to, so whatever. <laughs> yep. Um, Waylon on Reddit said, the bed. <laughs> fair. So, yeah, it seems like people had each side on that, but, mm-hmm. yeah. In the morning, they wake up and they go to Marlon's office. When we get there, Ten is there and he's playing with toys. Uh, which are a fireman and a policeman, which AJ had never heard of, which... Yeah, it's funny. Yeah, it's funny. It's just weird. Like, man, he's... Right, we knew he got born during the apocalypse, but it's just weird. Like, oh, man, there's all these things that, like... Like, when Clementine was teaching him how to read before this at the beginning of the game, like, Mm -hmm. there's just all these things that all the other kids would have, but, like, he grew up here the whole time. Yeah, he's a product of this. Right, yeah. And so, like, him not reading or never hurrying up a policeman or something, like, that... There ends up being a part where AJ has one of the toys and he thinks it's his now. Yeah. I made him give it back to Yeah, me too. Yeah. (laughs) You can't be doing this, man. Right. We're guests here. Right. And just because it's in your hands doesn't mean it's yours. Yeah. Come on, AJ. Uh, After this, Rosie comes in, the dog, and Clementine's scared uh, (laughs) Mm -hmm. because of the bad incident with a dog in one of the old seasons, season two, I think. Um, I can't remember. Yeah, but they end up bonding because uh, Marlon comes in and like has asked Clementine to have Rosie sniffer, and Clementine decides to, and mm-hmm. then the dog's fine. Yep. So that was good. After this, Marlon shows you a map, and he tells you a little about about their location. Um, 
And you can see various points on there. There's a hunting grounds. There's a river they can fish on. There's a greenhouse that they have that doesn't work right now, I guess. Mm -hmm. uh, that's maybe overrun or is a mess or something. Yeah. There's the train station that's nearby. He has a uh, a perimeter that's kind of the safe zone, so don't go outside of that. Mm -hmm. Mac marked off. Uh, there's a road nearby, but he said that he took down the signs uh, because this is a school for mm -hmm. troubled kids. Yep. Um, and that's why it's kind of hidden back. Yep. Oh, uh, which is really actually a really good zombie apocalypse yeah. spot. Um, yeah. It's it. Their layout's pretty cool, too. They have lots of options for food, kind of. And, like, it seems pretty safe and secluded. The school itself is, like, walls around it and, like, gates. You can't just walk into it. Yeah. It seems like a good spot. Yeah, it makes sense that they've been able... It seems like been there since the start. Mm -hmm. um, which is pretty crazy, like, you know, because I would imagine it's got to be... You, it's years. Yeah, probably at least seven years into Zombie Apocalypse yeah. or something. Because if AJ's, like, five or something, or six... Yeah, and Clem's started what like seven right now she's got to be she's, 14 plus yeah i would think 14 to 17 maybe yeah something like have that. have to be yeah so that's like she they they've obviously survived there a long time and really made it work yep and really smart taking the signs down it's like it's it's tucked back there like no one will bother them it seems mm -hmm. um, which is great that's really cool and he says don't go outside the safe zone like we we don't want to find trouble basically yeah um and then he gives us kind of a mission to help find food. He gives us the opportunity to either go fishing with Violet and Brody, or we can go hunting with Lewis and Sim. I chose to uh, go fishing with Violet and Brody. 52% of people did that. 48% uh, of people uh, went hunting with Lewis and Sim. Yeah, I chose hunting uh, because Marlon seemed more unsure that Lewis would actually show up so Asim would be by, be by himself. It's like, ah, he could probably use more of our help. Um, so that, that was my choice, my thoughts. Right, he was like, yeah, he seemed uncertain about Lewis going. Yeah. Well, what would you think? Why'd you pick the fishing? I think I would just want like, because of bonding with Violet oh, before yeah. bed, I was kind of like, alright, I want to kind of see what's up with her kind of thing. Um, and then, uh, oh, actually, so we've got feedback on this too. So, uh, Chris on Twitter, he said, Violet and Brody, of course, these two remind me of Pricefield and the Apocalypse in some way. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, Con Tank on Reddit said, Violet and Brody, Marlon said they might not get along, so I decided to help them, and they seemed to become friends again after. Yeah, they. I forgot about that. He did suggest that, too. Yeah, I forgot about that, too. So, yeah. he, he gave a, like... Because it was basically two pairings of people you got to know more and then someone you knew less. Yeah. But then there was each a reason why you would... Right, if Lewis doesn't go or if... Well, they seem like they're fighting. Maybe you could help them. Yeah. Um, yep. <laughs> Which, maybe I should have done that in hindsight. But what, whatever. Yeah. I didn't end up helping them in their fighting. <laughs> <laughs> when I did it, Brody asked me to and I was like, meh. Yeah. I'm going to stay out of this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uncertain answer on Reddit said, Violet and Brody didn't really care the first impressions of the other two. Uh, Keck on Reddit, I went hunting because Marlon mentioned Lewis might not show up. If that ended up being the case, uh, Asim would need extra help. Yep. Paper Cutchy on Reddit, Violet, I like her more than Lewis, but during the time I kept thinking it should be the other way around because Marlon said Lewis couldn't even show up to help the other guy whose name I don't remember. So he's a horny teenager and can't be trusted. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep, he is. Uh, binge Brandon Reddit. Went hunting since he said Lewis might not show up, so I figured a, a sim could use some help. Yep. Uh, Kilo on Reddit. Hunting. Seemed more important. Marlon also mentioned Lewis may not help or something like that. Yeah, it seemed like that was a lot of people's thoughts. Yeah. Um, orangutan on Reddit said, a sim and Lewis, I thought hunting could have been the chance to yield more food since the girls were just clearing the traps so i'd be more useful yeah i didn't think about that yeah uh julie on reddit violet and brody they both seem more interesting than lewis and sm uh gabbers on reddit i went with violet and then uh Waylon on reddit vi and brody yeah so it seems like people are pretty split here and it mm -hmm. even seems like with the reasons if it was with who you liked more it seemed like a lot of people chose violet there but if yeah. it was with who they thought needed more help then they went with the a sim one because they thought lewis wouldn't show up yeah that seems to be the breakdown which makes sense i could see it going either way for me if i played it again yeah um so at this point whichever one you choose you end up going with your group to find food and you get to attempt to catch it so if you go with uh violet 
And Brody, you end up having a spear and you try to spearfish, which mm-hmm. is fun. That's pretty cool. Um, but if you go and you bond with her and you talk and stuff like that. Versus if you go hunting, then you uh, have a chance to shoot squirrels. Mm-hmm. Or rabbits. Or yeah. rabbits, yeah. With yeah, the yeah. bone arrow. With yeah. the bone arrow. Mm-hmm. I was way shittier at that. <laughs> yeah, it was hard. Yeah, I, I was better at stabbing the fish. Um, I, I hit one rabbit. Okay. Yeah, but the other one I for sure missed completely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so you get that, and you get a chance to bond with either one. So whichever group you go with, you get kind of more bonding time and a personal experience of trying to catch whatever they're trying to do. Mm-hmm. After this, you head over to the other group, and you end up finding uh, the Bible cigarette, and you <laughs> yeah. find that the other person's food is stolen. So when I played... I went fishing. When I got back, all the traps had been cleared because the guy had stolen their food and was smoking a cigarette. Yeah. Whereas for you, it would be the fish traps are empty, right? Yeah, and the uh, the shack by the river was, like, destroyed. Right. Yeah, like, all the stuff was gone, supplies. Yeah. So, either way, someone steals half of our food. Yeah. Super um, annoying. Yeah, sucks. And we get to bond with a little more of one group. After this, the sim doesn't show up if you go hunting. Or, I mean, if you go... You go hunting, only Lewis and Clem go over to help the girls with the fish. Mm-hmm. So Asim's gone, and then Brody, upon the stuff being broken into, she freaks out and leaves. Yep. Or if it's the other way, I think Asim never shows up. When I went fishing, I don't think he showed up, but Lewis came and showed up, and then Brody still freaks out and leaves. Yeah. So you end up with the group being Clem, AJ, Violet, and Lewis, and they try to figure out what to do for food. Clementine says the train station's nearby. We saw a lot of food there when we were there. Let's just go do it. Mm-hmm. And they're a little worried because they like we shouldn't go outside the safe zone. But come time convinces them. Yeah, seemed like a good good idea. Mm-hmm. We head to uh, the train station. We get there and there's a lot of walkers there from uh, our previous explosion <laughs> and yep. car crash. Yep. We come up with a plan to have Lewis distract the walkers. He he's gonna take the bell and climb up on one of the train cars and ring it so all the walkers go to him and then Clem, AJ, and Violet will sneak around, get into there, get the food, and run out. Mm-hmm. So Lewis is doing that. Clem and AJ uh, ultimately go inside. Violet stays out like halfway so that I think basically for cover. Yeah, I think to watch the door, make sure no yeah. one's getting inside. Right. Yeah. So we do that and uh, we end up at our next kind of uh, decision point. AJ goes down and starts food for us yeah then at this point some weird random kind of creepy looking old guy walks older guy adult <laughs> he's an adult <laughs> not that old walks in he has a gun he's like basically he's like i'm taking this food he's pointing it at us and we kind of he's like are you with the group kind of like tell us about your group first dude and we kind of go back and forth and then aj pops out a little hole in the floor and points the gun at the old guy and then at this point we have the option to like tell aj to shoot him or let him just take the food, or, like, attack him, which essentially is pushing him out the window to a bunch of walkers. Right. So I pushed him out the window for sure, um, and so did 78% of the people. We attacked this guy, pushed him out the window, did not give him any food. And 22% just let him take the food. So my, my thoughts on this was, like, one, well, fuck this guy. Like, super creepy. He's holding us at gunpoint. Like, don't trust him immediately anyway he's like asking about groups and stuff that's never that's just questionable and no one ever survives by themselves like there's no way this guy isn't part of a bigger group right so i my thought was like yeah push him out the window or attack him i kind of assumed he'd go out the window and then he gets like attacked by walkers you don't see him get eaten but it seemed pretty likely he did but we'll see i guess (laughs) going forward yeah what, what was your thought why'd you attack I attacked two... Well, I think one just, like, you're not going to fuck with us and get away with it. Yeah. (laughs) Like, I don't know. I don't think that there's probably... I mean, I I don't know. This is probably not true, actually, now that I'm saying it. But there probably aren't a lot of good people left. Although we did just get rescued by some, so I guess there are some. But, like... Some, yeah. I don't don't know. I didn't trust him. I guess that they didn't rob us, though. So that (laughs) he has us at gunpoint. So that already shows that he... At best, he's safe. At worst, he's a bad guy. So... (laughs) Yep. And I just... Yeah. And well, and he's, well, I guess even if he's safe, he's still stealing from us. Yeah, fuck yeah, him. Yeah, and we know for a fact he was he was also smoking one of the cigarettes. So we know for a fact he also robbed the fish hut place. Right. So he actually did steal from us before that and now. Yeah. So he just seems bad. I, yeah. I'm just like just get rid of him. Yeah, I was I wasn't about him. So 
pushed him out. Yeah. <laughs> although, uh, yeah, yeah, pushed him out. So people uh, wrote in. Chris on Twitter says he let him take the food. Yeah. Uh, we got casual run gaming on Twitter says I pushed him straight out the window. So, yep, yeah, for sure. That was that was my first thought too. So I'm not even gonna hesitate. This guy's gone out the window. Yeah, that was definitely one of my faster decisions. Mm, yep. Uh, Damon on Twitter says yes. I also went for the gun at the end. Hmm. Uh, Alicia on Twitter says there was a lot of food. I'm trying to teach AJ to share with others. Um, so she did not attack him. Yeah. Funktoid on Twitter, yes, shoved him right into the walkers. I figure he is so going to want vengeance now. Yeah, if uh, he's alive. <laughs> yeah, that that was interesting. I didn't. I assumed he wasn't alive, and then I started to get some comments in, uh, like that one, and I was like, oh, maybe he is alive. <laughs> I feel like he shouldn't be. Based on how he went out the window, he was being held by like three walkers, and they looked like they were pretty close to biting him. He was pretty defenseless. So if he's alive, I don't buy it, but I'm sh- he might be. Yeah, I guess if he is, I hope they show us how he got out. Yeah. Just so we could see it. Because like, maybe he like falls and like pushes one and is able to run. And shoots a couple. Yeah. yeah. He did have a gun, so. Yeah, so I guess it's possible, but. Yeah. Uh, Kilo on Reddit said, hell no. I've played enough Telltale games to know that's coming back to bite you in the ass. But I also didn't want to put AJ in danger, and I knew he <laughs> we had some rabbits. Luckily, he only took one bag. We still made out with two bags full. So, yeah. That's fair too. I kind of, if he does come back, it kind of sucks. <laughs> yeah, that that was a good point. Yep. <laughs> I've played enough Telltale games to know because that that's true. When you step up to someone, like they come back unless you see them dead. Mm-hmm. They're, they're gonna fuck you later. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> uh, Gabers on Reddit said, "I did not. I let him go peacefully. I figured uh, a struggle would uh, kill AJ or Clem, and would be." would attract other walkers uh, that we were planning to keep outside. So, yeah. That, yeah, that makes sense. If a shot would have gone off, even if no one got hurt, like we'd all be fucked. Yeah, and maybe someone else could have died too. Right. Um, we got uh, Keck on Reddit. No, AJ surviving was more important to me, and I told him to lower his gun. So. Uh, content on Reddit. Yes, I did. We needed the food. Plus, he already robbed the group at the school and was attempting to steal more from us. Yep, that was my thought. Orangutan on Twitter said, I did attack Abel. I, I didn't really think twice about it. <laughs> yeah, I didn't either. <laughs> Phoenix on Reddit, I didn't want to get in trouble for attacking him further down the road, so I let him have the bag. We still made it out with another duffel bag. Yeah. Uh, Gilly on Reddit, not the first time, but only because I wasn't sure it'd work. I originally tried telling AJ to shoot him first, but Abel just reacts before him, before and kills him. So I assumed if he's that uh, quick, he'd probably shoot me too if I tried attacking him. Kind of annoying to learn it works after my first playthrough, but whatever. I wanted to go back for trophies anyway. That's interesting. Yeah, I didn't tell AJ to shoot him, but I could see why the guy would shoot AJ first, because AJ's like five or six. (laughs) Yeah, I guess with the gun. Yeah. That's who he'd be ready to shoot. Yeah. Yeah, and I think when that happens, it's the same thing when, like, if you accidentally let a walker kill you, just, you are dead, and you Mm -hmm. have to restart the sequence. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Papercutchy on Reddit, No. He had AJ at gunpoint, and I could not risk some random bullet hitting him. Besides, I tried to keep AJ from killing as far as I can. Remember that dumb idiot Gabe from A New Frontier? <laughs> yeah, I don't want AJ to be like him. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> um, binge brain on Reddit. Did attack Abel. I knew it'd bite me in the ass anyhow, and no one pulls a gun on my Clem or AJ. Damn right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, fuck or, that guy. Yeah. Pull a gun on Clem, you're going down. Uh, uncertain answer on Reddit. Pushed him out the window, held a gun at a couple of kids, and tried to steal their food. Can't blame the guy, but I'm not going to feel bad for him either. <laughs> yep, fair. Um, we got Waylon on Reddit said, yes, I attacked him. <laughs> All right. After this, you uh, you end up escaping. For us, we pushed um, Abel out the window, mm-hmm. and we run out, and Violet's like, what's going on? Walkers are here. And so then we escape with her, and Lewis meets up with us, and we have a, like a quick... We each kill a walker real fast, and then we escape back to uh, the school. And we get to the school, and everyone's super pumped that we came back with a bunch of food. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, yeah, we got a lot of food. Yeah. Several duffel bags full, and they're, they're pumped. They're like, oh, my God, Like, you guys are awesome. They get a chance to praise you, and I said it was a team effort. Yeah, that's what I said, too. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. 
and might be like, oh yeah, I'm awesome. I'm the best. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that didn't seem like a good way to blend in. <laughs> nope. So say that. That's awesome. It's good. They're excited. Uh, Brody, meanwhile, freaks out and is upset that we're outside the safe zone, and it's kind of like chill. Yeah, we got no one's hurt. We got a bunch of food, and like whatever. It's fine. It's not that far. Yeah, she's she's mad, and she ends up pushing Marlin. Right? Mm-hmm. She pushes Marlin because Marlin tries to talk to her and says, we'll talk about this later. She pushes Marlin, and then she comes to us and says, if anyone dies, it's your fault. And then storms off, and so we're like, what the hell? Yeah. And then uh, Marlin tries to reprimand us a little bit for going outside the safe zone, and I said it was worth the risk. Yeah, that's what I said, too, and no one got hurt. No one got hurt. This was worth the risk. Like, we got this food. We need to survive, basically. Mm-hmm. And he kind of just like, all right, whatever. Like, <laughs> yeah, he's kind of over it. Yeah. After this, there's dinner, whatever, that's good. We end up going to bed um, again, and we wake up hearing noises coming from uh, the pipes in the basement, mm-hmm. basically. And you can kind of hear talking, but sort of just, like, rattly, yeah. too. So we get up, and uh, AJ's also awake, and so we say, AJ, you got your gun, you know, you stay here. I'm going to go figure it out. So we go look around. We ultimately find um, Marlon and Brody arguing in the basement. And so we eavesdrop for a little bit. And we hear that she's worried that these raiders will come back. And Mm -hmm. that the guy that we pushed out the window was maybe one of them. And he'll tell. And so we're kind of like, what? And they spot us. And (laughs) Marlon's like pissed and tries to make us leave. And Brody, we can tell she wants to tell us something. Mm Mm-hmm. And so we convince her to, and she says that Marlon traded the twins to the Raiders uh, to keep them away, basically. Pretty fucked up. Really, yeah. Super fucked up. At hearing Brody say this, Marlon hits Brody in the face with uh, this flashlight. Mm-hmm. Super hard, like right on like her eye, yeah. forehead spot. Yep. Um, he's... She's, like, messed up. Like Yeah, she's, like, kind of, she can't see. She's, like, bleeding really bad. Bleeding really bad. Like, it's, like, yeah, she's going to die. Like, it, it, was, yeah. it was a hard hit. Even yeah. though it was just a flashlight, it was, like. Oh, yeah, he, he like, clocked her. Yeah. Hit her really hard. He's kind of freaking out, but, uh, and he goes to look for a first aid kit, so we go down to Brody, and she tells us that we're not safe, that he said that he would trade us next if the Raiders come back, He that us and AJ are going to get traded. Mm-hmm. After this, uh, Marlon uh, realizes kind of, oh my god, she's dead. Yeah. And so he runs out of the basement uh, up through the cellar doors because Brody's going to turn into a walker and Mm -hmm. then she'll kill Clem and his problems will be over. Yep. So he shuts the cellar doors and locks us in there. Then we have a scary adventure for the flashlight. I didn't like this. (laughs) I was impressed that this game made me scared. Uh, So you're walking around in the dark looking for the flashlight. You just hear walker noises like... Yeah. You hear Brody like switched into a walker. Uh You hear it happen. And then she comes after you. After you get the flashlight, you end up having to fight her. Mm -hmm. Uh, But you ultimately escape um, because you found like a ruler that could push the latch up through the cellar door. Yep. Um, and as you were going out, you have to fight Brody, and then you end up killing her and bashing her, the rest of her face in. With the same flashlight. With the same flashlight. <laughs> yep. Uh, so that was pretty rough. And we escape. We walk out, and Marlon's out there, and EJ's pointing a gun at him. And then the rest of the kids are all out there, and it's raining. Mm-hmm. And it's like a perfect for a scene like this. Oh, yeah. It's, it's great. <laughs> super, super emotional. Yeah. Super Real intense. Yeah. And... Marlin's like, get that gun away from me, blah, blah, blah. We show up, and he's like, you killed Brody. And we're like, no, you did, Marlin. You <laughs> yeah. tell the truth. And so you kind of get a uh, kind of verbal going back and forth between Marlin and Clem as to what what's really happening. Clementine's kind of pushing, like, you're not telling the truth. You can't trust him. And you're given your final decision for the game. You're given the opportunity to decide who to turn for for help. Um... Marlin, or for Violet or Lewis, mm-hmm. who are you going to seek to be like, hey, come on, you, are you going to yeah. <laughs> let Marlin do this? Do you trust him? Mm-hmm. And I chose Violet. Mm-hmm. Um, 66% of people did that. 
34% of people did Lewis. Yeah. I also chose Violet, too. Yeah. Um, my reason for that was because I went hunting with Lewis and uh, a Sim, and a Sim and maybe others seem to, like, not like Lewis a whole lot. They, like, don't dislike him, but they have, like, complaints. He doesn't really do anything. He's just Marlon's best friend, so he just gets to, like, stay there and chill. Right. So it's like, I don't really want that guy. Like, I liked Lewis, but Violet seemed more, like, capable and, I don't know, like, even keel. So, like, I feel like her opinion would sway more people. Whereas yeah. if people not might not like Lewis, they would just be like, eh, don't care. Yeah. That's kind of my thought. Yeah. I, I, I thought that she would have probably more sway. So, yeah. And that we bonded more. So, I was like, maybe because of these interactions, because I went hunting, or because I went fishing with you, because we talked... Uh, while you're waiting for the art supplies, like those couple things. Yeah. It's kind of like, maybe you'll uh, get behind me. Mm-hmm. So, you go through that. Um, oh, actually. Uh, feedback. We actually have a, some feedback on this, too. Uh, Robert on Twitter said, Violet, Lewis seemed all right, but I felt like he was more likely to stay loyal to his best friend. Yeah. I connected with Violet a lot more, and I knew she would stand by Clem after everything she did to help her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Chris on Twitter said, I asked Violet. Binge brain on Reddit. Lewis, but I didn't really think about that decision. I would have probably gone with Violet on the replay, but it felt logical since Lewis was Marlon's best friend, so I don't know. It seemed like the sensible thing to do, I guess. Gabbers on Reddit said, I turned to Violet for help. I had gone with her earlier, and our dialogue seemed like her and Clem were becoming friends. Uh, content on Reddit. Violet, so Lewis didn't have to argue with his longtime best friend. Uh, and she's opened up to Clementine quite a bit during this episode. Yeah. Kilo on Reddit said, Violet, Clem's been around boys and adults, very few females, especially her age, so I played nice with Violet throughout the episode, so I felt like she was my best chance. Also, Lewis and Marlon were best friends forever, forever. (laughs) (laughs) Keck on Reddit, I turned to Violet, mostly because I can relate to her more than Lewis. Mm -hmm. Orangutan on Reddit said, Violet, I bonded with her more than Lewis. Uh, uncertain answer on Reddit. Violet, I interacted with her more in the school and thought she'd be more likely to support Clem because of it. Paper Cutchy on Reddit. Violet, same as in two. I like her more and threw my, out my playthrough of the episode. I felt like the right choice. But if you ask me, the choice is dumb. They should they should have both defended you. Uh, Gilly on Reddit. Violet. Will on Reddit. Vi. Mostly so, Violet. <laughs> yeah, so it seemed like a lot of people went that way. It seems like some more because they liked Violet more. Others mm-hmm. seem like, well, would Lewis be able to step up to his best friend in a situation like this? Mm-hmm. Kind of thing. Ultimately, Violet's convinced when you call to her. Um, and it's kind of hard because you, she doesn't respond right away. Like, she's like, I don't know. You have to convince her. Mm-hmm. Um, or or Lewis, I guess. But it comes around after a few interactions. So mm-hmm. you're kind of like, oh, man, is no one going to help me? <laughs> yes, that's what I thought. <laughs> yeah. Um, but she does. And then uh, a couple other kids end up stepping up, too. I think Sim and uh, Omar, maybe. Yeah. And then and then um, uh, Lewis shows up, too, actually. Mm-hmm. They all kind of converge on Marlin. And then we go up to him and, like, say he's a coward or something like that. Yep. And then, like, disarm him. Mm-hmm. Marlon, at this point, has given up. He's ready to accept punishment. It, during this confrontation, he admits that he did trade ten sisters mm-hmm. away. Uh, and is trying to be, like, I was trying to protect you. Like, very, like, greater good type deal. Like, yep. this was for the greater good, so I got rid of some of you to keep the rest of you safe mm-hmm. kind of thing and so he thinks it's justified but no one else yeah and everyone's pissed everyone's it's mad fair. and no one feels that way at all yep uh they're really mad at him ultimately marlin gives up he's ready to accept his punishment um for me i said we were going to put him in the basement until we figured out what he did um, yeah but i think that you could That's say what i said too i think you could say leave now and never come back or something else mm-hmm. and so he's given up he's resigned to his fate then his face gets blown off, <laughs> yep. and AJ's behind him, and uh, for me, he said, I saved the last one for myself. Oh, God. Mine said, I shot him in the head, <laughs> or aim for the head. I aim for the head. Yep. So he doesn't know what he did was wrong yep. at all. Yeah, because this is off of your advice at the beginning of the game, mm-hmm. and I said, save one, the last one for yourself, so he, he thought he was doing right. Yep. Or for yours, aim for the head. Yep. Just, yep. <laughs> He did, and he did a good job. You did. 
But uh, you killed a guy you probably shouldn't have. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> everyone's probably pretty pissed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ever. I think everyone was horrified, Clementine included. Like, you you can't do. It was over. It, yep. Uh, episode ends. Uh, yep. Really cool. Really, really uh, like that ending. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was really shocked by it, for sure. And and I mean, the whole episode felt like this, but. Even something like that, that really felt like the old Telltale Walking Dead games. Like, it brought me back to those kinds of things. Like, this is, like, this tough moral decision. Like, now I'm like, what's going to happen? Like, you know, it brought all of that in a really good way, so. Yep, I, it was it was really good. Like, yeah, maybe we just crave the next episode. I was kind of frustrated there wasn't one already. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, general thoughts, I guess? Yeah, yeah. Um, I guess my one very general thought is, like, I loved the dialogue and interactions, it just being a bunch of kids was really cool too. Like it made it feel less uh, like there's less pressure. They're almost just like hanging out and talking about random stuff while also being in the apocalypse. Yeah. So I, re- I really like that a lot. It was really well done. Yeah, I thought th- I thought it was cool too. It was almost like a like a Lord of the Flies type yeah. situation or something like, and that like adults would look down on the kid or like try to manipulate them. It seems like, but since they were all kids. It was, like, an even playing field, but also they're all clearly survivors and stuff like that. Yep. Uh, you know, if anyone's around at this point, you're probably fairly good at surviving. Like, I would assume so. It, it seems like it would be hard to be, like, a total idiot mm-hmm. and be alive now. Yeah. Like, unless you've been behind walls the whole time or something. Like. Yep. Yeah. Um, this was something uh, that I thought as, once the episode ended, but that age is almost fair. Yeah. Um, like, he's a nice kid, but he's so minimally been around other people, it seems, that he doesn't know how to act. Like, uh, he has a toy in his hand, so he believes it's his. He punches or bites people when they sneak up on him. And, you know, that is a good survival thing, but mm-hmm. when you are around other people, you can't do that. Nope. Um, or I save the last one for myself, or I aim for the head. Like, he doesn't get that, like, that's not the situation for it. Like, it, he he knows about survival, but he doesn't really know about people mm-hmm. at all. Like, he's just had Clementine trying her best to take care of him, which the fact that he can, like, kind of read and things like that is actually kind of impressive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, he definitely has not had much interaction with people since he probably can remember, at least. Not, one thing I thought about, too, is, like, I like him a lot. He reminds me of, like, early Clem when Lee had her. But, like, Clem, but, like... I guess feral was probably the best way to describe it because he he's really innocent at times and like is really afraid of things and like likes to draw pictures and stuff. He's clearly a kid, but then he'll go and shoot someone in the face, thinking it's like oh, that's just what you do with people. So it's yeah, just really interesting dynamic of like this innocent kid that also is learning how to like live in this world, but not fully understanding how to not not live in the world, but interact with things when they're safe you know right no right he's probably like a better survivor than most because he's yeah. never grown up safe mm-hmm. or whatever but that makes it really so he should probably have to be by himself almost yeah or maybe just with Clem like he has been which that's not really sustainable like being on the road seems to be really bad based yeah. on anything also in any Walking Dead media like anyone who's on the road too much it's like this is really bad people mm-hmm. are too crazy yeah basically yeah. So, uh, yeah, it puts him in an odd spot. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, so I'm interested to see what happens with him going yeah. forward. Um, one thought I had, to is I actually liked Marlon a lot. And I think he, I'm not saying they did anything wrong, but I think he could have been a really cool character. And, like, he seemed like a pretty good leader. Like, I do think, generally, it's okay to think, like, greater good versus, like, you know, one person's knees or something like that in this situation. Granted, selling people off is, like, objectively bad no matter what. Right. But it seems like his biggest issue was he was just scared all the time. Like, I don't know what to do. I'm, just, I'm scared. I'm just going to do this thing. So I, I liked him. He could have been... I know he's dead, but he, I think he could have been really cool. He reminded me of just some, like, <laughs> redneck dude who just knows how to survive and, like, is trying to do right by people, but he's yeah. an idiot at the same time and a coward. Yeah, it seemed like he, like, took too much on himself. Because there was a point where he, like, freaked out about, like, I'm have to lead these kids or something. Yeah. Like he didn't divvy it up. Like, it seems like he should have tried to share that with Lewis or Violet or mm-hmm. someone who's his age, I guess. Like, and capable. Yeah, and capable. Uh, mm-hmm. But he instead brought it on himself. Yep. 
I thought what was funny with him too is that he looked like uh, Kiefer Sutherland from The Lost Boys. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking that. He or, did. Or, or Ace in Stand By Me, which is also Kiefer <laughs> Sutherland. Yep. Or um, Henry Bowers in It. All of those, I was just like, he looks like you're like out of a Stephen King novel. Yeah, <laughs> just a mullet and kind of kind of mean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you could live in Derry for sure. <laughs> oh, yeah. I also, uh, something I know that, I don't know how everyone else had this, but I felt like there was a lot more, like, sexual tension between Valent- uh, Clementine and Violet, more than with Lewis. Like, yeah. I definitely caught Lewis, like, hitting on her and all oh, that. Oh, like, sure. Of course, that was obvious. Mm-hmm. And... It felt to me how uh, I imagine that feels to a high school girl who gets hit on by a high school dude. You're like, all right, whatever. Yeah, uh, stop it. Yeah, kind of thing. But then with Violet, it was weird. I didn't expect to feel any intimacy, but it sort of felt like that. At least when they, she, ta- she and Clementine were talking mm-hmm. in the room while AJ was drawing. Yeah, like there, it specifically kind of felt there, which was weird. I didn't expect that. And normally, when I play games, I'm pretty non-shipping anyone. Yeah, kind of thing like. It's kind of like, well, you got to survive, so there's no time for dating anyone because mm-hmm. I could get you killed or whatever. Yeah. That's so normally how I play. Yeah. Yeah, and that's probably how I'll play here, but I noticed it when it was going. It was just like, oh, they, like, really want you to have an option on both ends, and, like, I felt more chemistry with Violet for sure, though. Yeah, Lewis seemed kind of just like a annoying douche. He wasn't, like, a bad guy by any means, but he was just a little too much. Yeah. I think he's, like, he's, he's like fun, excitable, and stuff like that, but, like, mm-hmm. not... <laughs> probably couldn't, like, lead a group of people to surviving or something. Yeah, and probably wouldn't fit Clem very well either. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Also, uh, I guess last thing that I had here is that I like the ending stats, uh, where it told you where your relationship was yeah. with various characters. Uh, like, uh, AJ is ruthless, or, you know, uh, whatever the other ones were. Mm-hmm. I thought that was cool. I've never seen that in a Telltale game, so maybe it's a newer... Thing. Yeah, I think it was a newer thing where you kind of, you have your main decisions, but you also kind of see how things affect your interactions with other people and how they might interact or affect them going forward, too. Yeah, I thought that was cool, um, just as like a new a new thing. And it made, yeah, I don't know, I like that, because if there's, I wish it almost had a thing where you had like a character meter, where it would tell you how positive your relationship is or not. Mm-hmm. That would be pretty cool, because then I'd have people I would think I'd work pretty hard to keep it positive yeah. with. And like, okay, our relationship's at a 10 or whatever, so that's good or mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah that would be nice. I mean, it's kind of a little like Vampire, like where you kind of know where you stand with different characters based on, like, hints and stuff. Yeah. This is not as much. Uh, it doesn't show you as clearly, but it's kind of nice at the end of each chapter to kind of know where you stand. Right, yeah, and then some of them would just say dead. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, Brody thought you were this way, but she's dead. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> yep. Um, we had a couple general thoughts from uh, other listeners, too, just about the game that weren't on their choices. Lucifer on Reddit said, I taught AJ to be an ass sometimes and stay tough no matter what the situation, and it's mainly not to hesitate to shoot anyone. Life doesn't cost shit in the zombie apocalypse. <laughs> yeah. uh, so... I guess they probably weren't too surprised uh, (laughs) at the ending. But, yeah, that's true. Uh, I think that's something that's cool in this episode specifically is there's a lot of, like, you're being mom, Clem, Mm -hmm. but you're a teenager and you've grown up in the zombie apocalypse. Like, you really, I mean, you're capable, but you're not, like, supposed to be a mom. (laughs) Yeah, you're supposed to just be surviving. (laughs) Yeah, you're supposed to be just surviving, and instead you've, like, taken on AJ and, like, Mm -hmm. taught him how to shoot and do all these things. And it's just kind of wild, like... And, then, and even now, having to teach him how to live with people and stuff. like be a whole new challenge. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, Chris on Twitter said, A decent start for a final season. Maybe it'll get better than season two. Maybe season two will be better. I'd like to imagine episode two with Clem taking over from Marlin. I could see maybe Clem taking over. Or maybe them getting kicked out. <laughs> I kind of see it going either way. Yeah, that'll be interesting, because, like, AJ has to probably be in trouble in some manner, mm-hmm. whether it's that he has to leave or something. Yeah. And would Clementine leave, let AJ leave without her? Like, I wouldn't I think so. I don't think so. Or at least they'll take his gun from him. Right. Something will happen. There'll be some kind of consequence, I'm sure. Yeah. Well, and especially if she's going to be leader. Like, if she ends up their leader, mm-hmm. she can't let AJ off the hook. No, no. Like, she's got to... He has to be in trouble somehow. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that would be. 
I don't think Clementine could kick AJ out. No, she'd probably never do that. At least not now. Yeah. I kind of worry if something like that could happen at the end of the game, though. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I guess we have some predictions for how the game will kind of play out. At least what happens to Clementine and AJ. Yeah. So if you want to do your predictions first. Sure. My prediction is I think that Clementine is going to die. It will mm. wrap up her story. Mm-hmm. And I think it will be pretty similar to how it went with Lee. And uh, Lee will be Clementine and vice versa. Mm-hmm. And AJ will be Clementine mm-hmm. in that scenario. I think it will be something like that. I think just with... Although it's predictable or people can see it, like I've seen a lot of people predict that, mm-hmm. that doesn't make it not good storytelling. Yeah, not at all. It's really good storytelling. Um, and even like the the covers with Clementine with the axe and AJ at her side, and it's a reminiscent of the Lee with the axe and Clementine at his side. Like, mm-hmm. I'm pretty into the idea of a full circle and mm-hmm. probably crying way too much if that's <laughs> what happens. Like, yep. Because, um, <laughs> oh man, it'd be awful. But... Uh, it would kind of fit as mm-hmm. like, a, okay, this is how we're done with this. And I guess if they want to make AJ games, but it does seem like they're done making Clementine games at least. Yep. And in The Walking Dead, it doesn't seem like people's stories end unless they die. So far. So far. <laughs> yep. So that that's what kind of makes me think that's how it could go. And that would give you like that final punch. Like you wouldn't feel like you have to have an AJ game, but if they made one, you'd probably still play it. Mm-hmm. Um, but if they just give you that like final gut punch to end it. <laughs> yeah. It does seem to be like the most likely thing. Like it, I, I could see it going that way. Yeah. It could be too likely though. Yeah. Maybe they're just trying to set it up that way and it's just like, nope, psych. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Which actually is kind of what I think. Honestly, I think Clementine will survive and I think AJ will either die or get kicked out. Um, and this wasn't that like solidified until we saw him shoot Marlon in the face. And knowing, like, oh, he doesn't get this at all. He's just he's a product of, like, surviving the zombie apocalypse. He doesn't even know how to interact with people. And he might never not ever figure that out. So I kind of wonder if things will just get too bad. Him and Clem will just get, like, she'll have to do something. And he's just, I don't think he'll ever be, like, a murderer necessarily. Well, I mean, yeah, <laughs> knowingly a murderer. But I, I, I just kind of wonder if, like, it's going to get too bad. Um, and she'll have to, like either kill him or like he'll wander off or someone else will kill him or something will happen so i kind of think clementine will survive and it just no one would really expect it yeah should be interesting too i wonder if it'll be like uh you remember look at the flowers from oh yeah what if it's like that yeah and she just shoots him as he's distracted oh, yeah oh man i could see that that would uh be really rough yeah because i think that i mean i would think that this game if it's gonna follow the pattern of the old games like they're going to have to fuck you up mm-hmm. however it ends. And th- that would really do it if Clementine had to put him down. Either way, Clementine <laughs> or AJ will probably die or... I feel like one of them will die. Yeah, it seems it seems like it would be hard for both of them to make it out. Mm-hmm. If they do, I I don't know what they would how they'd make that work. Yeah. Uh, I believe they could. I mean, with how awesome this episode was, mm-hmm. I'm psyched. Uh, oh, yeah. I'm how that'll wrap it up will be cool, but... Really excited to keep playing this game. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and with that, actually, Telltale released uh, the schedule for the remaining uh, three episodes, which is really cool. I don't think they normally do that. I think normally yeah. they just announce, like, hey, in two weeks it's coming out. So um, this is their schedule, at least tentatively as of now. Episode two, Suffer the Children, is coming out September 25th. Episode three, Broken Toys, is coming out November 6th. And then... Take Us Back, uh, coming out December 18th. So um, yeah. all your crying before Christmas mm-hmm. can be done. Yeah, that's good. Uh, <laughs> probably when they wrap the story up. But that's their tentative schedule, at least. They put it out. I imagine they'll try to stick with it. But mm-hmm. I wouldn't be totally surprised if as it goes on, if one's like a week off or something. But yeah, I do think that the they'll definitely want to have it wrapped up before Christmas, though, because if they can put out physical copies around then... Mm-hmm. Then people might buy it. Make more money. Yeah. Smart. That's what I would do if I yep. were them at least. So oh, yeah. yeah, really excited. Uh, of course, with that, um, those those all come out on Tuesdays, I think. So the following Tuesday, we'll probably have an episode out on them. Yeah. That's kind of our plan is to release them the week they come out or week after or whatever. So yeah, that's kind of our plan. So you know, as those show up, uh, we'll be in touch, obviously. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
Yeah, so then I guess in the meantime, we're going to be playing The Wolf Among Us, and we're going to release episode one of that game uh, next time. Yeah. So we'll be playing that at least in between for now. Yeah, yeah. I think ultimately what will happen is it'll be kind of a mix of this Walking Dead game, Wolf Among <laughs> yeah. Us, and uh, Life is Strange 2. Yep. When that comes out, that's oh, yeah. probably going to be a lot of uh, the fall. It's going kind Mostly. of those yeah. games and uh, how it mixes up right. Uh, to release stuff at a good regularity for you guys. So that's uh, done running. So uh, if you have comments or questions, please email us at the greatest story ever played at gmail.com. Find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash the greatest story ever played or on Twitter at story ever pod. Let us know what you think of this episode and uh, the wolf among us uh, and really everything else. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll talk to you next time. Later.